You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. I just took what a bite that? of my protein bar. Uh, so. What kind of protein bar? Pure protein. Birthday uh, cake. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd be at the top of my protein bar power rankings. They're, I, well, well, they're cheap, too. Yeah, they're on the more affordable end of protein bars, right? Yeah, like the ones that are 4 or $5 a bar. I'm like, oh my God, no. What's they're that so one? good. This is a Robert Irvine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are those decent? I've never had they're one They're really tasty. Apparently, they're not like the most healthy of the protein bars you can have. Okay. Well. The, to me, the Cadillac protein bar, you bought me a bunch on my birthday, is the Oh Yeah One bar. Yeah. Man, that's a good protein bar. They are delicious, yes. It's a good protein bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're expensive, though, like you said, four or five bucks a bar. Yeah, I I, I can't bring myself to... No, it's a very special treat mm-hmm. if I get one of those. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're on sale the odd time, and then it's a little bit better, but even on sale, they're still, what, three bucks a bar? Like, got to find, like, a wholesaler. Yeah. And just stock up, because I don't think they go bad very nope. quickly, do they? So No. Buy a year's worth of protein bars all at once. Totally. Because I have one every day. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I thought today was Wednesday, so uh, that was... That's always shitty. a terrible <laughs> thing to happen. When you wake up and you're like, oh, it's Wednesday, and then you're like, oh, no, it's only Tuesday. Yeah, I think it's because, I mean, decent weather. We're going camping this weekend, so I'm excited for that. And oh, then, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, but not quite, not quite. Also, we've been having all kinds of, I've been having all kinds of trouble uploading the podcast lately. The last two days, I've gotten messages from people saying, hey, the podcast didn't upload after I uploaded it. So I had to go in and remove it and put it. The company, I hope they're listening, the company that hosts our podcast is Dogwater. They're it's so bad. Struggling. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot of issues that continually go on with the podcast. And there's like a million and a half podcasts in the world. And I was thinking, there's no way that everybody who hosts a po- has a podcast has as much trouble as I do uploading this. There's no way that every podcast hosting company has these same issues. No, you'd think not, but, hey? But then instead of getting it out at 10.30 yesterday, I got it out at 9.30 at night. So it's a whole day where people could have been listening and weren't. My apologies. There should be two in your uh, podcast downloads now. We'll try and uh, once again reach out to this company and see if Uh, we hear back ever again. On today's show. On today's show. Something we said recently that made Shauna's mom cry. We'll talk about what we're grateful for, a Terry of the Month. This guy's got some terms that we haven't heard before, but they're hilarious. We'll talk about when we knew that it was going to be long-term with each of our partners. Uh, a bit more on that, like, rich face that Sean was talking about yesterday. Rich face. Uh, some TV tropes, a bunch of them. This is a bit of a different small-town news, and that these are small-town news stories that break through to the big city mundane headlines that big city news can't ignore another thing you can't look cool doing we had a good laugh about this 
And Buck Martinez gets hit with a foul ball after your out-of-context clip of the show. Is that a mulch pile, Rivy? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My dad sent me this funny clip. So on, on Saturday night in the game between the Yankees and the Red Sox, there was a pitch fouled back over the netting, over the backstop, and it hit 84-year-old Yankees announcer John Sterling in the face. Oh, God. He was rattled, but he got right back on the mic. He's a true pro. This is what three two swung on a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. (laughs) The moment when he gets hit. Back here. Ow! 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 (laughs) Poor guy. I don't want to laugh, but that's pretty funny. Eighty-four years old. Oh man! But he handled it. Really hit me. He says. Oh my god. My dad was asking, though, how would Buck react if that happened? Oh, man. Spiegel night at the ballpark. Refreshing breeze coming into the broadcast booth. My partner, Dan Showman, here with me. I am Dan. First pitch fouled back our way. Oh, son of a bitch. You just got hit by a ball, Buck. You got me right in the stars. Monkey nuts. Those those are bad words, Buck. God damn it. That smart's like... Mustard sandwich, f- South Korea. F- Volvo station wagon with a. Those aren't allowed on the broadcast. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got another thing you simply can't look cool doing, Beckler. I always love these. Trying to smoothly get on and or off a pool floaty. Oh yeah, no, there's no. no way to do that gracefully. Oh my god. <laughs> There was a guy at the pool the other day, and he was trying to get on this little mattress, and he was just flailing. It was, first of all, too small for him, and I think he was a little greased up, and he was just sliding off one side and then sliding off the other. It was greased up. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. He Big biceps trying to look cool. That's He's just so funny. Because one side, oh, my God. Once people get on it, then they yeah. think they look really cool, right? Yeah. Like, look at me floating here. I'm so uh-huh. relaxed. I'm out in the sun. But there's no good way. No. You can get off a little better. A little better. But on, there's no clean way to do it. Nope. You and could be a ballerina. Mm-hmm. You could be a gymnast. You sure could. You're still like... Yeah. 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 It's like even a raft or a tube or something, if you're on the river, trying to get even worse, trying to get on those, you're like, oh, oh, like a seal trying to like hor. It takes all get back on, get back on it to takes it. all your core strength your and ass it's like hanging out and and if depending on the material it's squeaking yeah. and like farting at you. Oh, and you're sliding back off and just your flailing everywhere. Just yeah, there is no good no way nice. to do that. No. no matter who you are, you can't look cool getting onto a pool. It is floor. hilarious. <laughs> it is a very very sobering <laughs> moment when you try. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. If you're new to the show, we have this segment called Small Town News. Exactly what it sounds like. We, yeah. we poke fun at the mundane headlines that makes the news in smaller communities. We did one yesterday. We did. And we always do it with love. Of course, yeah. Because we think it's a nice contrast to the depressing news that you get in a big city. Exactly. Like, it's way yeah. nicer to read headlines about seniors and their card games than it is to read about who got stabbed on the sea train last week. Exactly. It's much more wholesome. But I believe there are a few kinds of small town news stories that will creep into the big city. And it doesn't matter... How big the city is, if this happens in town, mm-hmm. it seems like a small town news thing, but it will make the news. And I can think of two of them. Yep. The first is moose on the loose. It's so funny that you say that because I was reading about that moose 
recently that was on the highway. Oh, this happened? Oh, this literally this morning. I actually wrote this down because I thought it was so funny because, (laughs) yes, it was I was reading the news from Calgary for this morning to catch up. And this is what the this is what the headline was. Moose causes minor fuss along Trans Canada (laughs) Highway. And I'm like. This is oh, this man. is one of the top headlines for gallery right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, how many times it happens or how big the city is. If a moose is is somewhere it's not supposed to be, if yep. a moose goes somewhere unmoose like, yeah, it's a new story. But also the fact that they even just said minor fuss, <laughs> like the way you describe it's obviously this is not a non-issue. Why oh, are we? Oh man, I love it. Moose on the loose. I love it. Yeah, classic small town news story in the Absolutely. big city. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, this has happened a couple times in Calgary just recently. A sinkhole. Oh, yeah. We love a good sinkhole. We sure do. And it's true of the other cities I've lived in. Yeah. Calgary's the biggest city I've lived in. It's true here. You tell us there's a sinkhole somewhere. Yeah. And the news will be out to document it. People will go out of their way to see it. I've noticed, I've noticed that we as humans, we just love holes, though. Like potholes, sinkholes, all kinds of other... We just love holes. But a sinkhole will make the news. It sure will. Especially if it swallows a car. Mm-hmm. That is, ooh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many sinkholes there are in Calgary right now, but they probably all had their own news story. I'm sure they did. And there'll be pictures all over social media. It's like, we're People all like, go out. It's a destination to go visit the sinkhole. Hang on. Did you say there's a big hole in the street? Yeah. I'm Let's on my go way. check it out. Cancel my dialysis this <laughs> afternoon. I need to see this big hole in the street. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We've got another couple TV tropes for you, Beckler. Ah, I do too. Okay, you great. Got, do you got TV tropes? We've got TV tropes. We've got TV tropes. we got TV tropes. All the uh, The first one is, why does every bad guy wear one of those silly little black toques? <laughs> like the ones that don't even cover your ears. You know the one? The one that looks like the little tip of the condom? There. Yeah, ask my buddy who wears that kind of toque. Like, it's the hipster toque. It's, like it's not even covering your ears, yeah, man. it's the hipster mm-hmm. toque, but when you look at all of the the action, dramas, whatever, the bad guys are always wearing them. And I was looking at it, and I was like, that's a really bad idea, because that toque is most likely going to fly off your head, because it's not secured there at all. It's not very well it's just ride, It's just kind riding of, the top there, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, it? it is, and it's ready to go. And then you're going to leave DNA at the scene, and then you're going to you're going to be caught. Classic so stupid burglar toque. Hey? Ca- classic burglar toque. Classic it's, burglar toque. So that's number one. Okay. Uh, the next one: How in a ton of dark, scary movies, there's always at one point a scene with an arch of trees that overlook a dark street, mm-hmm. and the tree it's always like a tree tunnel, which is the official term for it. Okay. I didn't even I realize. Can it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's often it's kind of silhouette-y. And a lot of the time, there's a horseman that runs through the middle of it as well. Uh, horse through tree tunnel. Oh, my God. So seen that one before. Um, the, the Ichabod Crane. What's the Ichabod Crane? He was the guy from Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I forget the... I, again, bad movie memory, but it, it is. Sleepy Hollow, it, Dracula. It was used... Okay. In, there was a TV trailer recently where it's used, and that's what brought this back to me as well. But Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, so many different movies use that same tree tunnel. You'll know this, but Lord of the Rings did it in broad daylight. It wasn't dark. Uh-huh. It was a tree tunnel. Cool. And Frodo and the Hobbits were being chased by the Nazgul to breathe. <sighs> okay, and don't care. You're, they actually did you the just whole... lost everybody again, like you, the number of times. Oh, no. 
Oh, no, I didn't. You lo- Nope, just oh. the Nerdlingers are still hanging on everybody else's is glazed over and doesn't know what you're talking then about. So anyway, then there was the, so they, the tree tunnel is they, one thing that happens a lot in movies. A lot of the time it's very ominous and dark and scary. And in, there's actually one popular tree tunnel that happens or that's used apparently in Ireland. Uh, really? used in a lot of different If you need a tree films. tunnel, yeah. that's where you go? That's where you go. There's one in Ireland that's very famous for this. So In Lord of the Rings, they use the, they use the Alfred Hitchcock. Holy crap! This Sorry. is interesting. You oh, like this? Okay. They use the Alfred Hitchcock vertigo filming technique, where the the camera like trucks back while it zooms in. Oh yeah. So it like it's totally disorienting. It's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay, that part that's simple. Thank you. Uh, I have a couple TV tropes for you as okay, well. Great. Yeah. Uh, we watched this series on Netflix. We just finished it last night. Super intense. It's called Anatomy of a Scandal. Okay. It's like a six part miniseries. Real intense if you can handle the content of it. Is it a documentary or is no, it? No, oh, okay. it's a it's a it's drama. a drama. drama. Uh, it's a courtroom drama. Okay, but there was a scene there where this character is like having some really intense thoughts, and like to build tension, they use a whistling kettle. Have you ever seen that where yep. like the kettle starts whistling totally. and then it like kind of snaps the character out of their intense thoughts? Yeah, kettle to build tension. That's a big one. Is yep. a TV trope. You're right. And then friend of the show Patrick sent me this voicemail. Where's Patrick? Oh, come on, you piece of crap. Come on, Patrick. Every le- he was watching Suits for a contest. Okay, about yep. Every legal drama I've seen on TV, it's all about file folders. Like, uh, you know, it's like character A comes into room holding a file folder and throws it on character B's desk and says, there, that's going to burn you. And then character B picks it up and goes, ah, I got you already, and then pulls out another file. And so, because I got this, it's all about the file folders. The file folders, yeah, absolutely, are, absolutely. A friend of ours went to court one time. He was disputing some traffic infraction, and he had an empty file folder that Just he was waving around. He's like, "I have all the documentation right here," and they're like, "We don't need to see it." There was nothing in the file oh folder. Oh my god, that's funny. Which is a ballsy move. That is very <laughs> ballsy. What if they did? Okay, yeah, bring that over here. Uh, this is empty. Whoops. Oh, wrong file folder. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Yesterday, you were talking about how there have been studies done showing that people can identify faces belonging to wealthy people. Yeah. With no other indicators. Which is crazy. Yeah, which we're now calling rich in the face. Rich in the face. They're rich in the face. Yeah, you know? very rich in the face. You described it as a sort of like smugness. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, you can tell me if you agree with this or not. I find smugness to be one of the absolute most unattractive qualities in someone. Oh, for sure. Like someone can be a solid 10, but if they're smug about it, you know, if they know they're a 10, if they walk around like a 10, yeah. then they're a 7. Interesting. Yep. And to be clear, I, smugness is very different than confidence. Well, and this is the thing that's, yeah, you gotta, there is a difference. And it might be tough to pinpoint, but yep. there is a difference. Just confidence makes people more attractive, right? Yeah. A seven who is confident and has a great, you know, a great presence and a nice way about them. Yes. They can make themselves a nine. Mm-hmm. I can even think of examples like places I spend time, like at my gym, you know? There, I, maybe I'm misreading these people, but there are some people who are carry they carry themselves like they're comfortable in their own skin, you know. Yep. With these, and then there's other people who walk around like they're better than everyone else, right? And you yeah. can kind of tell the difference: it's smug it, versus confident. Smug and arrogance, like yes. yeah, there's it, there is a difference. It's just like I didn't, I maybe looking down upon other people versus being okay with yourself. Like there's a difference between yes. those two. Yeah, and these are such like subtle social. Cues totally. that we've learned to pick up that you've, like you said, you can't even, you probably couldn't even Pinpoint explain it. it. No, no. But you know. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. 
You know, no, sometimes somebody who's real smart. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I prefer to kind of just keep to myself, and I I hope that doesn't come across as smugness because it's not. Right. But I've, I'd be horrified if it was coming across as smugness to anyone. Yeah. I think there have been times in my life where I've probably acted a bit smug mm-hmm. and probably out of insecurity. Yeah. And I, I really cringe thinking about that. I'm sure everybody has at one point or another, but you certainly don't want to walk around no. that way. And the people who do, you're just like, how do you not realize? Smug is not good. No. I'm better than you. <laughs> That's what you're saying in your face. Ugh. Silence, but it's, I mean. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's that. <laughs> you can't see our faces right now, but nope. it's this. Mm. Yeah. It's a little snarl. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got a message in front of the show, Jen, and she said, absolutely. I've been an elitist detector for a long time. We have many smugs in Calgary. They deserve each other. It happens to their kids, too. <laughs> smugs? Yeah. The, the, the smugs. <laughs> That's a that's a TV show waiting to happen. <laughs> the, smugs, the smugs, the whole family, even like the baby and the dog, have that look. That uh. this sounds crazy, but there are dogs that have a smug look too. For like, for sure, the dogs that are treated like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you were, I mean, we were talking recently about dogs looking at their owners, right? Yeah. And if your if your owner walks around with that uh, on his face, then maybe the dog does too. Well, and the dogs that just like get again, treat like <laughs> pampered and. Treated like the smile. Oh man! Yeah, family smug photo. Dog. No one's smiling. They're all just like. Ugh. They all have it. They just say it. It says it in their face. What was the South Park episode about? Like where instead of smog, it's smug in the air. And I think it had to do with like buying electric vehicles. Oh, I don't know if everyone who has that. one has like they, they emit smug instead That's of smog. Hilarious. It was so funny. Uh, it was so good. That's what it is for sure. Mm. That show has said, like, they've made all those jokes better than anybody can, right? <laughs> They're smug in the air. I don't oh know, is Calgary an especially smug place? There's money here, right? Yep. There's a lot of money in the city. Yeah, I don't know if it's any more smug than other major cities. I mean, again, the bigger the city, the more the concentration of smugs in the rich parts, right? Like, right. Yeah. And probably the more likely people are to want to flaunt that wealth. Totally. To, yeah. to kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Isolate themselves into their wealthier... Yep. And sometimes it's not even intentional. It's just that they are in their wealthy area and they have not ever gotten out of it. <laughs> like, that, you know, it depends. If you live in a certain place, you go to private schools, there are ple- people yep. who do just do not associate very often with normal folk. You go to your... You're going to have some smugness. Yeah, your expensive private school to your expensive gym to your grocery expensive, store, expensive grocery store. Yep. Yeah, you just kind of like... Yep. You exist in the land of the smugs. That's right. Smugland, yeah. It's Smug good to get out of Smugland every once in a while. Which it is, yeah. <laughs> Breathe the air of the, the, clean the air. poor folk. <laughs> huh. You know where you can be smug, not smug, any type of whatever you feel. Whatever you want. You can be any way you want. Shane Holmes. In a Shane Holmes in home. A Shane home. Uh, Midtown and Airdrie. I don't think there's a ton of smug going on there. Nope. Legacy again, not a ton of smug. And you can get a Shane Holmes paired home in either one of those communities. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes is the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I know you and I aren't overly sentimental, Beckler, but... Uh, no, not a lot, not a ton of feelings on this show. No, no, no we don't have feelings. <laughs> um, but, but did you ever have a moment with your wife, McKenna, where you you were like, yeah, she's she's definitely the one? Like, was there a moment when you realized, like, yeah, I could, I could definitely spend my life with this woman? Maybe not one specific moment. Mm-hmm. 
But I remember when we first started when we first started hanging out, we were both living in Saskatoon. We met there. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Edmonton because I was very career focused at the time. And I did. I was not going to let a girl keep me in one city, right? Yep, yep. So I moved to Edmonton. And then she would come visit. And she would take the Greyhound bus out. And she would stay as long as she could. But she was in school at the time. And then she would take the bus overnight back to Saskatoon and go right to school. Oh, jeez. That's devotion. Yeah, and we, we kept trying to find excuses to extend her visits. You know, she one time she stayed for 12 days, and then I never got tired of her. I never wanted her to leave. That's and awesome. And then I was like, huh, maybe this could work out. So then she moved to Edmonton, and we started dating and yeah. had Bo, and away we go. So yeah, I guess it wasn't like it was the moment I realized that like I was I didn't get tired of hanging out with her. Totally, that's huge. Well, it's funny because uh, I remember when Cliff and I started dating, and we were friends at first for a while. But there'd be times where we'd go out and we'd be with friends, and there'd be like twelve of our best friends with us at a table, and him and I would just start chatting. And we would not talk to anybody else. And I didn't realize it at the time. Like, but hours would go by, and it was friends that would say like you guys haven't said a word to any of us. Like you are, we kind of just went into our own world and I, I'd never done that with somebody before. Like I remember one night we chatted all night for, I think it was like six hours. And we looked at the time and I was like, holy hell, it's wow. five in the morning. And we just, everything else would be gone. And it was the first time I'd ever had that with somebody. And I remember after that happened a few times and we'd have to like, physically stop ourselves from just being in that moment alone where you know nobody else just seemed to exist for those moments and we had to yeah like learn to re-include our friends again because they were like we can't hang out with you anymore like you guys just go off in your own thing and (laughs) so did everyone else see it before you guys did yeah where they're like totally those two might have something going on here and i was like (laughs) no it's never gonna happen i was in denial forever and then i remember after a few times that i then I all of a sudden was like, we would we would depart and we would start hanging out at each other's houses and yeah, stay overnight and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I'd leave and I'd actually miss him. And I was like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I'm in one now. Yeah, didn't expect it, didn't want it. And then I happened. I was like, oh no. It sneaks up on you, right? It does. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird, bu- it's lovely though. You know, that happens and you're like, you know, look, sometimes it's, it, you forget those moments because, you know, it's been so long since them. So it's fun to look back and go, right, that is how it all started out, right? right? And you do get captured in these moments that you're like, this is weird. This is weird, but magical. Is this what love feels like? Is this love? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I have a Terry of the Month nominee for you. Oh, fantastic. My brother sent me this. So this comes from this dude's Instagram account, and he's just like some party boy from Minnesota. He's like halfway through, halfway between like a frat boy and a hockey player. Okay. Uh, half his content is about chewing tobacco. The other half is about drinking. Perfect. So, All right. Good start for a Terry That's here. great, yeah. So he, it's on this video where they were showing how, I didn't know this, but in bars years and years ago, I guess, when chewing tobacco was much more common, some bars would have this like trough of water that would run underneath the bar stools, oh so you God. could spit into there instead of in, into the on the floor, and then it would carry the chew spit away. That actually um, used to exist. Yeah, there's a video of a working one here. Oh my God! So he refers. To, I'll just play the clip of okay. what he. <laughs> you gotta be f***ing me, buddy. Is that a mulch pile, Rivy? That's up, Council. Names. He calls them mulch. Mulch pile, Rivy. Mulch pile, Rivy is oh it's a river God. of mulch pile. Stefan. Like, not like Stefan Marbury. Just just call me Upper Decky Gummy or f- Butter Glaze. Don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
My name's Stefan, and I'm here to petition that it is mandatory that all bars in the United States of America have mulch pile rivies in them. I believe this is a crisis on our hands right now that there is not enough operating mulch pile rivies. They should be flowing like the Nile Rivie under every bar in the building. You know why? Oh. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful ladies out there, and they're they're wearing they're wearing open toed shoes, guys, and they're getting mulch on their feet. <laughs> Wow. That is just phenomenal. <laughs> Never heard of chewing tobacco referred to as mulch before. Nope. That is everything about that. Yeah. Yep. That's a full That is a Terry. Terry right there. Also, like, if <laughs> if they used to have... At that point, you might as well just pee in the river, too. You know what I mean? Like... Half the comments on the video were, I would just pee in there. Honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like, if you're... You already have this going... And, oh, okay. Yeah, that that is... Not a place I'd necessarily want to hang out, I don't think. Hanging a rat in the mulch pile, Rivy? I don't know if that's allowed, Shauna. I feel like Terry's done it a few times, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We've got rain in the forecast for tomorrow and Thursday, maybe even today. And I think this will be very welcome rain. Yeah. With all the... It looks like we're supposed to get some on the weekend, too. So it might be a pretty rainy week. Looking like a pretty rainy week, but we definitely need it with the brush fires that are going on. Even if you drive like down the freeway, the ditches are all just like brown straw. Yeah. So it will be very nice to get some rain here. Farmers need it, too. Yeah. We'll be grateful for that. What else are you grateful for, Shauna? Oh, little, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for now? What are you grateful for? (laughs) Um... A couple things. Right. Uh, one, quickly, just that we have more flight options now that make it a little more affordable to fly within our country. Oh, I don't keep a very close eye on this because I don't go anywhere, really. But. Yeah, and I do because my parents and my sister and my entire family and my boyfriend and everyone is all over the country. So uh, it's nice to have affordable options, you know, versus it used to cost, you know, I remember spending $1,200 to get home to see my parents at yeah, one point, nuts. which is insane. And now, you know, I can find flights for two, 300 bucks in the summer. Because is this, is this through the discount airlines? Yeah, some of them. And then it's bringing down the flights, you know, otherwise because... Okay. Okay. Of course, there's more competition. Unfortunately, one of the discount airlines, I think it's Swoop, is shutting down, mm. which is a bit concerning. But there's still enough other ones out there that it's driven costs down a little bit mm-hmm. for flights. And if you keep an eye out, then you can get affordable flights. So if you do have family that's spread over the country, that's very beneficial. That's great. That's a good us. one. Yeah. Uh, another quick one is um, my sister just found out that my nephew is autistic. And uh, he got his kind of official diagnosis. And now that he's gotten that, uh, she has money that she can get to help uh, assist her and her husband in helping my nephew. And uh, that's a lot of help for her because she's been super stressed out lately and it's been a lot for her to have on her plate. So having that... Well, you were, you were telling me awesome. they were trying to figure out what was going on and what they could do to help him. And yeah. So yeah. now to have a plan of action. Yeah. And there's lots of like subsidies and things that are now available for people who have autistic children, Good. which is awesome for her. Good. So I hope that makes things easier for the whole family. At least some stress off her. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, mine's pretty simple. My So my old son, Bo, is playing baseball this year. It's his first year of like real baseball. He played t-ball a couple of years ago, but right, this yeah. is the first year with pitching and Little League and everything. And uh, we've had really great weather so far for the season. Like, I think that there have been two games that were canceled due to smoke. Right. But, like, I remember when I was playing baseball growing up because weather can be so unpredictable in the spring here and baseball yep. is played in the spring that I remember some days it'd be, like, uh, raining a little and windy and cold and you'd be standing out in the field and there'd be no action. You'd be like, why oh, am I playing baseball? Yeah. You know? So the fact that we've had such nice weather, I think, has contributed to... 
how much he's enjoyed this season, and he just loves going to the Ball Diamond. And That's he's, awesome. Was talking about wanting to play through the summer, and nice. so he's had such a fun year. And I've been able to coach him, and we got to spend all this time together. But uh, I'm grateful that you know like the weather cooperated this season. That's perfect. Because yeah. you know, if you had like a bad season of of baseball weather, you might kill a kid's. Yeah, love for it. Yeah, you, know? you could if, turn it off completely. So, so I'm glad that he's really enjoyed it, and then hopefully this is something he he keeps doing. So that's awesome. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got a call from my mom yesterday, and uh, she was talking about how she teared up listening to our show the other day. And I was just like, oh, why? I was trying to rock my brain. I was like, what? You know, one of the heavier topics we ch- chatted about, or something sentimental, or whatever that we may have been discussing. And she said it was because she heard my reference to my lady bits, which was quiffy which was the term my grandmother used to use to reference her lady bits. <laughs> and she, this brought back memories of my grandmother. And it made my mom tear up a little bit. Wow. Isn't that sweet? That's very emotional. Holy yeah. crap, I was killing myself. I was like, I'm sorry, you you started to cry because I referenced... <laughs> Graham Graham used to I say I was quiffy. using my grandma's nickname for a vagine <laughs> and my mom teared up hearing that. <laughs> Holy! Do we change lives on this radio program, Beckler? Does your mom listen live or to the podcast? Uh, She listens live. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that she enjoys that. (laughs) We have a special job here, Beckler. Tearing up parents one sin cave reference at a time. See, my parents hate it. Oh my god! They hate any of our nicknames for that. They think it's so dumb. That's really funny. (laughs) One day you'll be gone, and someone will hear a reference to a sin cave. Yep. And they'll think of you. But isn't that amazing? Yeah. To think about that's like the this is the legacy that, that I was about to say. We're <laughs> we're leaving the references. Holy crap! She said, "Quiffy." One one kebab reference at a time. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast, brought to you by Shane Homes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X ninety two nine Monday through Friday six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at x ninety And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device. I see you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.